Welcome to the Just Geronda Experience. My name is Geronda, founder of the Just Geronda program. I'm a psychic medium, oracle, and life transformation mentor. I help people connect with spirit and get themselves all the way together. This space is for everyone ready to rewrite their life story and all are welcome. I'll beam into your mind with channel messages from my spirit team, authentic heartfelt interviews, and stories about my journey from despair to declare, all meant to inspire you, shift your perspective, and break free from patterns that no longer serve you. This is my heart and my life and soul's mission. I'm excited you're here. Let's do this. Hey, y'all. I'm back. Thank you guys for the well wishes and the speedy recovery wishes. I really appreciate that. The last time that I left you, I had introduced you to the season of loneliness. Kind of gave you a brief overview of how it all situates itself. I've given you guys a lot of practical and technical examples and a lot of the quote unquote formulas for universal karma, also known as the universal bank. So with that being said, it's time for me to give you a real world practical example of a season of loneliness. I currently have entered into a season of loneliness. And the thing about it is when I enter it, I actually get excited because the first one that you go through, it is so lonely and so miserable. And because you're trying to shift your energy and your perspective, (laughs) it can be scary. Okay, because you're having to leave the confinements of your comfort, whether it's drama, whether it's, you know, people taking advantage of you or whatever situation. It's like that's your comfort area and that's where you're used to staying. So when you hit a season of loneliness and you started applying the principles that I show you in the Just Around program and listening to the podcast and you start making your own list and start getting your blacklist and your you got your blacklist and then your A-list, okay? When you start setting that up, naturally as you're tuning into energy, you start shifting and things, they just don't feel the same like they did before. The best way I can describe it is let's say that when you have a relationship, you know, you have your first love and then you have your, how do I say it? No, you have puppy love. That you think that you're in love and oh my goodness. oh, And then you have that one right after it, right? That you're really in love with. And, you know, for some people, they get their happily ever after. Good for you. Okay? <laughs> no, good for you guys. And some people like myself, you go through heartache. You go through those seasons of loneliness. And you start trying to figure out like what's really going on. So the reason I'm telling you about the relationship is because, you know, when you really like break up with somebody and they still got their hold on you and you just can't let them go. For some reason, you've moved on with your life. You're doing big things. And it's just something about that person that keeps like keeps the fire up inside of you. I didn't say keeps the fire going anywhere else. I'm just saying in your mind is basically the same concept. Okay, so one thing I want to iterate that I've learned since I'm in a season of loneliness, a scission is taking place when you're ascending to new levels. It's the best way I can explain it again. And then I'm going to jump into some examples. It's like you start becoming a, I say like a ball of sunshine. And you know, obviously the sun, if it's so hot and you get to it, obviously you're going to, you know, it fills them to ash. It's the same concept. It's like the phoenix, which is my totem animal. You're rising up from the ashes. 
because you're starting to be aware of your thoughts, your reactions, and your karma. With that being said, I'm going to jump into a issue that I have going on, which triggered me to stop as spirit like what is going on. And I'll reveal to you in the channel message on the social media what they responded with. So recently in my family, after 40 years, I have been told that my sister is not really my sister 100%. We're half sisters. We have different fathers. Now, that was a shock. I mean, for real, guys, 40 years. And I was just like, what is going on? I, I, I Let's get to the bottom of it. And you know, here's the thing. When you find out that you've been lied to a lot by an entire family, and like it's like they purposely kept this lie up, it really will make you think about your self-awareness and like, why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep putting myself in the situations? And you always want to give a pass to certain situations because it's family. But when you receive news like that, it sometimes, I don't care how spiritual guru you are or how spiritually centered you are or what you have going on. It's a, it literally knocks the wind out of you. Now, I'll be honest with you guys. I had recorded a podcast episode prior to this one and it had some fire to it because there's anger is really not an emotion. Because when you dial back anger and you look underneath it, it's disappointment. You're disappointed in the person that has made you feel this way, which in my case would be my family. You're disappointed in the fact that you have been there for the person that has lied to you. You kind of feel like ashamed almost because it's like you've really been there for that person and that they have the audacity to try to turn it around and make I don't know what you want to make. They make up fictitious, I call it cyclones of uh, fictitious stories or whatever. But the reason I'm telling you guys this is because whenever I feel like that, I do have my moments. I do have where I'm snappy, bitter, whatever. But the first thing that spirit always tells me is remember who you're standing on. And I always say, I'm standing on Mother Earth. Mother Earth, surround me. Keep me rooted and grounded and pull any negativity or any negative out of my body and send it back into Mother Earth to be healed with light and love. That's the first thing. The second thing is if I am rooted and standing on Mother Earth, I have the Holy Spirit engulfing me and leading me, okay? I have God's angel wings, and I have Source standing over my head, protecting me and leading me. That's how I always look at it, no matter what. I, I You guys... There's a lot of times, you know, like you hear on the thing, what's, I heard a song, it goes around, comes around, it sucks to be you right now or something to that to that effect or whatever. You know, sometimes we get caught up in trying to show people that we are not that person anymore, big and bad. And in reality, as long as you're rooted into Mother Earth and you have your root boots on, okay, people? I mean, you got to be rooted. When things come at you, that shield, those angel wings or that, you know, energy or that light those wings were spread so fast and they're protected, but you have to get outside of your emotion to be able to center it, to see that if this is coming at you, you're ascending. You guys, are, I know you've had to hear this saying, it's always lonely on the way up. That's why if you listen to some of the rap songs and some, they talk about their A1 since day ones. And with that being said, let's jump into A1 day ones. On this journey, I have had some amazing support with everything that I have going on. But it is true. When you start to live in your truth and your purpose, 
and you are happy all the time, it really bothers people to see your success. It really does, guys. And people I thought were my A1 day ones, they get flaky, they get phony, and then they get mad because you know why? Because they're miserable and misery loves company. And because you radiate light and you're able to push it back, you don't, like, here's the thing, you don't even have to say it. It naturally happens because spirit does protect those that are walking in their purpose. And when you guys read the channel message that uh, spirit has for you guys, it's all going to click. Okay. So back to what I was saying about the family and my season of loneliness is that when you feel like you've been betrayed, deceived and manipulated, I mean, come on people, like 40 years, it gets you. It's emotional, but you, I have to step back and remember my purpose. So with that being said, I'm going to roll this into the next example. I actually went with my sister and we actually met, you know, her extended family. And let me tell you, sometimes here's the, here's the good thing that happened in this. Sometimes during the darkest times, you meet the people who give you confirmation that you're on the right path. And sometimes it comes from some unexpected sources. And so the example is, so when we were up there meeting her extended family, I walk into the home and, you know, they are very gracious. They were, you know, lovely people. And I remember, y'all don't understand, I was sitting there and I had just had the surgery. So I, you know, I shouldn't have been there anyway, but I was there because I wanted to show support because this was a big shift. Like we had people because all of us were spread out around the world. So everybody flew in. I flew in and we all flew in for support. Right. So we get up there, guys. Ooh, let me tell you, when spirit and surgery are knocking together, it's something powerful. So I walk into their house again. They're very gracious. And I got these I got to going. You know, guys, I tell you about the, the senses, right? So I was trying to sit down. And so they kind of explained who they were and get to introduce them to each other and everything. And all of a sudden, I remember I call her the OG of the Oracle because her spirit is so strong. And I don't care what is being said on the physical plane because how I see it, I see it in the dimensions. Okay. So as she's talking, just lights, I started seeing lights. Okay. Started situating myself. Then it's like, I started seeing all the spirits that had passed. And I was like, Ooh, I'm starting to get a headache, which told me someone passed of the head. Okay. Then my legs started to, they started doing weird things. Right. I was like, okay, somebody had some problems with the circulatory and there's something going on with the legs. Right. So then I'm sitting there, you know, I'm kind of like, because I had the surgery. So I was had to take my, the, the medicine and it kind of makes me woohoo. So I'm sitting there and she, she starts saying, I forgot what she said because I was in spirit. My eyes did a thing, my daughter said. And she said something about, you know, I can't, I can't recall verbatim, but it was like, if you are one of his, then you are my child or something she said. And, you know, the whole family is listening to her. And of course, you know, extra, extra Geronda said, mm. Mm. y'all I jumped up out that chair like we was in church <laughs> so again sometimes during the darkest times that's when you'll get confirmation because oh let me tell you how powerful this was y'all so after we leave and we come back right so everybody I had to leave I had to get up and leave because I was Ooh, I about to start speaking in tongues and everything. So I had to leave. I go out there, catch my breath, sitting in the car. And of course, my lovely cousin comes out to check on me. Love you, cuz. And at that time, so everybody's leaving. So Spirit told me to go back in there because I had something else to say. I don't remember everything I said, but in that moment, I said, I can release her now. You know, I don't have to carry this burden anymore. She's released. 
And I told, I remember telling, I call it the triple OG of Oracle with, cause her spirit is, is, is ominous. It's like, boom, like you feel it. Right. I, I said, I can let her go. I have a nation to lead. And in that moment, she got up from the chair and she said something. She quoted the Bible. She said, Ooh, your baby, your spirit. Oh, he's about to have church. Now I got the, got the moving. And I said, Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Y'all ain't ready for the fire now. And she was like, Oh, bring it. She said, Cause the spirit will recognize the spirit. Who would have thought doing everything that has happened as mad and angry as I am and with everything that I would get confirmation in the midst of what was going on. That's how powerful spirit is. The spirit will recognize the spirit. And that's what I want to tell you guys about the season of loneliness. During these times when you're going through it, it can get hard. It gets tough. You are alone. But do remember, the spirit will recognize the spirit. And as you're going through your decision process, okay, as you're going through it and things are kind of burning off that no longer serves you, whatever the situation is, it will happen, I promise. As it's melting away, the spirit will recognize spirit and then the right people start lining up. Synchronicity starting to happen because you've just went through a season of loneliness you're facing your fears. You're facing what's holding you back. You're facing your truth that you have ran from for so long. And as you start that decision process, the spirit will recognize the spirit. Okay. The right people will come into your life and it, it becomes easy. You don't have to be bitter and go to bed wondering what's going on. And on this path, as I was bringing my message out, I do have a team that works with me and uh, they're amazing. I call them, I told you this before, SSS, Superstar Stunts. On this path, I have known that there has been a lot of fake and shakes. And I, y'all don't understand fake and shakes. They're people, mm, I'll jump into that a little later, but fake and shakes because they always start off good. And then when you start questioning their ethic, not so much the, the work, their ethic and what they're doing. Maybe I'm using the wrong word, but they try to fire back at you and try to tell you, you know, that what you're saying is they're try they try to make your opinions null and void. But in reality, when you look at when you have okay, so here's the thing. I've had a person that has worked for me and I have asked this person several different things. I always get the different answers and I have emails to back up what I'm talking about. So it's like I knew I wasn't crazy. And here's the thing. When you're when your intuition flags go off, you need to listen to them. I call them red flags. I don't want to call them. I call them your BS meter. When it goes off, you need to listen. I mean, listen, because it'll, it'll save you. So, you know, so those are just some situations that I'm currently going through that can help you understand what a season of loneliness is. Like I said, it's not necessarily your family. I recently met up with a friend that I knew from 20 years ago. and. When I tell you the spirit will recognize the spirit. Now, on the advice of a family member, I decided, okay, let me give her a shot. I ain't talked to her in 20 years. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to just be cool, okay? So we get in there. I haven't seen her in 20 years almost. The first thing she asked me, I mean, obviously she greets me and everything. The first thing she asked me was an inappropriate question. And I was like, are you talking about something from 2007 or eight or whatever? But the one thing I noticed, my family member had told me everything was good between her and this uh, friend. But when I walked in, the energy shifted. You want me to tell you why? Because you're cloaked in the spirit. 
And when you, you are anointed and have a purpose, remember I told you this. People who have been appointed by spirit to lead nations, mother of nations, and they have been appointed and anointed, they are cloaked in spirit. The spirit will recognize the spirit. Well, that's why the energy shifted. Because at that time, she realized that I was not that girl that left. I am cloaked in spirit. And I could tell it too, because, you know, for a little bit, you know, she was entertaining it. And then she started make she broke eye contact. I was like, honey, you've been listening to the podcast. You know what's up. No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. So it was just, it was odd. And here's the thing. When there is a breakdown in a relationship, obviously there were things that were done and said. Obviously that's the breakdown in any relationship, friendship. With this one, this will be a friendship. It really, I think, hurt and bothered me that she didn't address any of it. She just skated over it and started talking about herself and everything that she was going through. I'm okay with that, you know, because I know sometimes people don't have people that they can like speak with. And I always allow grace and ease when I'm dealing with people like that because it just comes with the territory. And I was okay with that. But, you know, it just, it became abundantly clear that she was more interested in my other family member that was there. And I'm okay with that because, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, at the end of it, let me tell you another thing. This is how I knew I was in a season of loneliness. When we were standing outside, she dismissed me like I was, (laughs) like I was just nothing. And she purposely did it because she knew what she was doing. I mean, I'm a tiny little thing and she kind of tires over both of us. So she knew what she was doing. In that moment, as I'm cloaked in spirit, I knew that it was time for me to make my exit and that we'd probably never speak again. And so I bowed out gracefully. I let her continue to speak to my other family member and I took myself and I bowed out. One thing you don't do is you don't settle. You don't lower your standards for anyone when you're going through this season of loneliness. Because if you do, you're just going to have the same energy back into your life. The goal of a season of loneliness is for you to face yourself in a reflective like two-way mirror. So you can see who you are, where your faults are lying fault. Should you repent and apologize? That way your karma from the universal bank doesn't come back and get you. Those are things that, you know, you really pay attention to when you go through season of loneliness. Your first one's always the hardest because it's like you can have money. You can have the biggest house. You can just be, you know, doing the thing. But at the end of the day, if you're coming home to an empty house, then is it really worth it? Hmm. That's a question to think on. Think on it. That's what a season of loneliness is meant to do. It's meant to pull whatever's holding you back out so you can face it. So at the end of the day, you know, you know, I just respect her for all the good years and things that we had. And, you know, after that, some other stuff came up that she supposedly did. And I just got tired of it. I just reached out to her and said, hey, how you doing? So and we called up a little bit and everything seemed to be flowing good from then. So, you know, you got to let spirit heal, either heal it, resolve it or dissolve it. And as you're transitioning through your season of loneliness, it's not your job to get that get back with people, you know, because if you do that, you're missing the point of why you're there. And to all my, I'll say, high school graduates and all the college graduates, to all my graduates out there and my GEDers, hey, shout out alumni (laughs) and things like that, you know, it's, it's the feeling that you get when you finally have graduated high school and then you have that empty space where you're like what's next and you just feel alone and kind of lost and can't figure it out that's what a season of loneliness feels like 
Yes, even in your 30s and your 40s and 50s and 60s, you will have those. I know a lot of women that are in their late 50s and they really are like empty nesters. And they're currently going through a season of loneliness because they're basically, they're trying to figure out who they are in this next chapter of their life. Like they're having a complete overhaul. Have you ever heard that show overhauling? It's so good. But like (laughs) they're having a complete overhaul because they have to get readjusted to life. And so they enter a season of loneliness. So you, again, you just have to be prepared for whatever comes. And here's the thing, let it come because if it don't come, it's going to show up later, whether it's in a relationship, work or anything, you'll start to self-sabotage yourself because you didn't process the emotions from the first time you go in. Spirit will bring, spirit source will bring it back to you. But this time when they bring it back, it's going to come, you're going to hit that stuff hard. I personally know a gentleman who has made, by his own omissions, a lot of mistakes with his family. A lot, a lot, a lot. And here's the thing. It took him almost turning 40 for him to be able to see that these, he just went in his right head. He didn't know what was going on. You know, now he's admitting to his mistakes, but it's too late for him because, you know, his family has moved on. So you got to remember that, you know. It's the same concept. If you don't catch it when you enter it and you try to fill it with superficial things, whether it's material, rebound relationships, bad jobs or bad people or makeup or, you know, you're putting on false pretenses and fake mirrors and you're trying to fake it and become a fake and shake. Well, that second part is shake because let me tell you what's going to happen. Spirit going to shake you. And they're going to take you back to point A. But this time you're going to catch it and it's going to be hard. Er. So for me, I remember when I first went through my first season, I wasn't catching what I needed to hear. I wasn't listening. And it listen to me, I'm very passionate about this because when you go through your first season, you need to catch it. Don't let it come back around and you having to catch it three or four times because it ain't going to be as subtle as it was. Last, trust me on that. So... That's why I'm really passionate about you guys, like really applying Universal Bank, the formulas, just everything I talked about in my previous episode. And I'm going to end this episode. I'm going to give you a really, let me think, practical and technical example of a season of loneliness. Okay, so let's say you guys have friends, right? Check this. So you have a friend or friends and there's always that one friend that, you know, is quiet and they're reserved and they're pulled back, right? Try to take yourself from being the center of attention or for being that, that, that about it, about it friend, <laughs> you know, that friend that's on stay ready, put yourself in that friend that's quiet's position, right? Try to bond with the person that is not the showboat or the biggest one in the room. Watch how quickly you, you remember? Okay. So you were like the loudest person, you know, Hey, look at me. I'm, I'm just oh, the social butterfly, right? Take yourself from that position and start hanging out with the friend that's the quiet, more subtle one. Watch how quick the, your other friends start. Sit, the, those It becomes like a circle. They'll start, hey, what are you doing? Well, why are you hanging out with her? Like, oh, well, she's always over there. Watch how quickly those friends start circling out of your orbit. And then at the, when you're done with it, it's just going to be you. Okay, because what will happen is that friend that's the quiet one. You'll get to a point and you'll start trying to, in your head, it's just human nature, rationalize that the reason that you don't have all your other so-called friends is because you started hanging out with a quiet friend. 
And in reality, she had nothing to do with it. They were never your friends to begin with. And then at that point, it's kind of like you're alone and you're going to start entering into a season of loneliness. So as you're entering that season, like I said, a lot is basically a reflective time for you. But also the good part about it is when you're entering a season of loneliness, you get to focus on you. You ain't got to focus on nobody else, baby. You focus on you. Woo! I remember I told my sister this. I said, you need to make this COVID quarantine work for you, okay? She was like, what? What? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You have some people that brush you off, but let me tell you about her. So unfortunately, she did get COVID and she lives in a different state. So she did get COVID, but she used the time wisely to make it work for her. She started a business. She sold out all the time. She looked good with her makeup and y'all, I'm so proud of her because she is doing it. And it all, I kept telling her, use the quarantine to work for you. Don't sit at home and be depressed and get caught up in those, all those energies and stuff. So she used that time wisely and her business, she's doing really, really good. I'm, and she's in the cosmetic industry and she's doing really good. So I'm really proud of her. I've told a lot of my clients, let the COVID work for you. Don't let it the quarantine gets y'all in your head. And does that mean you got to spend a bazillion dollars? No, it just means you're in this period by yourself. And to be honest with you, most of the whole entire world was in the season of loneliness because of quarantine. Now think about it. Really think about it. And you'll see what I'm talking about. This is where creativity comes. You start making plans for the steps that you're going to take when it's over. And when it's when you're out of it, you execute it. Keep your mouth shut and just execute it. Don't worry about what happened to how you got into the season of loneliness. You worry about what you're going to do and how you're going to be a better person and be of service of spirit and light. Then watch. It gets exciting. Then all these opportunities start coming and you're like, that's what it took? And you'll look back and be like, that's what it took? Yeah, it takes spirit sitting you down and putting you in a dark time or or darkness for you to face the light. You see what I'm saying? It took spirit to put you in the dark for you to see yourself, for you to be able to face the light and go out and be of service. Again, it can be scary the first time because some people I've known, they go through these seasons and they can't pull themselves out of it. We don't want that for you. You won't want to be able to face this and be like, I'm going to be okay. Like I said, you're rooted into Mother Earth. You have source God over you, protecting you and leading you. You're cloaked in angel wings of the spirit. And let it lead you on your path. So I want to take this time to say thank you guys so much for listening and all the support. I really appreciate it. I want to give a special shout out to Simona. I'm very proud of her. She is a part of my team. She is amazing. And congratulations on your wedding. You deserve nothing but the best. And if not, (laughs) Auntie Rhonda coming. (laughs) A heartfelt 100% realness. Thank you to Simona. All right, guys, it's that time for me to be my way back out your minds. Until next time, go beyond naming it and claiming it. Live it. <laughs>